Hi everyone, you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard, and I'm your host, Heather. Today's episode is called Accountability and Abundance. So what do these two things have to do with one another? That's what we're getting into today. I know I've talked about both accountability and abundance on different episodes, but today I'm going to talk about how do they connect and what do they have to do with one another. So stick around, it's going to be good. When I think about accountability, I am taken back to my old days as a healthcare practitioner and remembering that every time as a physical therapist, I would give, well, first of all, I would spend half an hour to an hour with a patient dumping everything that I had to give. I mean, all of me, like I gave everything I could to these visits. Um, and then usually like the last 10 to 15 minutes, we went through homework stuff. So like, what can they do to improve their own health and wellness and what, you know, contributing things like, you know, it makes no sense to come in and get all this manual treatment and exercise to just go home and do nothing (laughs) or go back home and do the same things wrong that could just recreate the problem. So the education piece was consistent. But the follow through, not so consistent, which is very, very frustrating. And I'm sure anybody in healthcare can relate to this, that when you're giving the information to people, you figure that's it, right? The the information is what they're there for. They want to be better. So you think the follow through is a given, but more often than not, that's where things fall apart. And so the question really is, what ownership do we have over, you know, do have you followed your doctor's instructions? Have you done the things that you know are good for you? Because at this point, I mean, I could information dump in this episode, all of the things that will make you healthier and better off uh, mentally, physically, you know, emotionally, socially, whatever. And it doesn't matter because you already know it. I feel like on some level, I mean, there's skill there, of course, and there's information that I gave people that they didn't know previous that probably helped their health. But what I'm saying is probably 90% of the information is already out there. You know it. You know that that packaged cookie is not healthier than that banana. But what are you reaching for? So accountability, I always think back to that. Like, are these people doing what I'm recommending? Did they make the changes that they know are for their best interest? You know, I can't be the only one invested in their health. So abundance, where does that come into the mix? So abundance is this big catchphrase right now. Everybody's saying it. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody wants it. Abundance, isn't that like the American way to even say that? But um I just think abundance is where so many people want to go and what they want in life. They want more, 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 right? So last night, let me give you a little background as to how I came to wanting to talk about this with you today. My French bulldog is extremely sick right now. I can't figure out whether or not he got into something he shouldn't have eaten. He's been getting sick all over the house But it makes you think about the important things in life in a big way, especially when a pet or a loved one becomes ill. Uh, Watching him so helplessly is frustrating and hard. And you know, it's funny, also another thing going on right now, uh, because I don't know when somebody will catch this episode, but right now, 
So one of the major lotteries is up to a billion dollar winning. <laughs> a billion dollar. And that it occurred to me that so many people are probably hoping and praying for that big win, that break, right? Like, all right, good. Is this finally going to be my chance to be able to have life be easy? So that got my wheels turning a bit, you know, and then to come home and see after seeing the sign of a billion dollar potential winning for just spending a $2 investment, right? I come home to my dog who's very ill and I started thinking if I'm going to be putting all my energy into a prayer or a hope or whatever, you know, there's things that money can't buy. And I just want to make sure that we're all focusing on the right things. You know, I truly, of course, a billion dollars could make everybody's life so easy in one sense. But could it make my French bulldog magically better? No. And, you know, the you, some people will argue this point and say, well, money can buy the best, you know, care. I'm sure there's a veterinarian out there that could fix him instantly. And if you had the access to that kind of money and funds that you could fix him, right? But, you know, I believe there's a higher power at work with all of this that's going on. But I also think... Like, is truly a billion dollars a gift? You know, or does it just distract you from what is so vital and while you were here and what makes our heart beat? And, you know, like, I mean, hand me a billion dollars or give me my husband back. Every single time I will take my husband back. I will live in the tent in the backyard. I will have no shelter at all if I could just have his embrace back, right? So, I mean, here's the real question and what it comes down to, and this is what I want to get everybody's wheels turning about today, is what would you do if that billion dollars was yours tomorrow morning? You woke up, you looked at your ticket, you won that billion dollars. Okay, so of course, like the elation and the like just completely blown away, like it's going to take a minute to sit in, right? But then what's your next move? (laughs) You know, and I started thinking about this for myself. What would I do with a billion dollars? Here's the interesting thing. Like our first thoughts probably go to selfish things, right? Like finally pay off that mortgage, get rid of the car payment, get rid of my car, get a nicer whatever, you know, pay for my kid's college. What I don't know where your mind goes or to what things haunt your thoughts um, as to what you could do with more money. But I, after all of that has passed, now we're talking a billion dollars. So we're not talking a million, two million. Even that is probably life-changing to everybody listening. But a billion dollars is world changing. It's not just one life. You could impact the entire world. That's heavy, first of all. My mind sometimes goes back and forth between would I even want that amount of responsibility? But what would I do with it? You know, and I I saw something on TV recently about, they were talking about how Often, you know, we're speaking of cars and what they're putting in, what it puts into the environment and how it damages the environment. 
But what's even more damaging, and I didn't realize this, was crop fields and like the way they were like tilling the soil. Now I'm definitely banging up this message, definitely. But ever since I watched that, my heart has been with that cause because I had no idea, one, how much of a problem it was for our atmosphere, but two, I had no idea how fixable the problem was until watching this show. I was like, wow, there's an actual tangible fix to this and we just haven't invested in it. How many people out in the world right now could give a few dollars to fixing our entire world? And it would if everybody was willing to give that, it'd be fixed. That's mind-blowing, right? And there's so many fixes to things out there that people just haven't dumped their money into. So it made me start thinking about, you know, what do I do whenever I have extra money to donate towards things? What do, what are my causes? And again, oftentimes it goes back to selfish things because I'm a type one diabetic. I like to donate towards type one diabetes research. It's a great cause, of course. Cancer took my husband from me. I want to kick cancer so deep into the ground. So I always want to give to that type of cause. A long time ago, my husband and I decided because we were very involved in many boards and different community things that when we had extra money, instead of giving a little here and a little there, we wanted to pass on most things and then be able to give a bigger amount, which might actually have more impact to the one or two things that we chose that year to be our thing. That's hard to do, by the way. I'm just going to say there's it's very hard when people are you know, having different donations and drives and, you know, and to like hold back when you want to give, give, give a little to everything or you want to give a lot to everything, but you know, you can't. So, you, you know, that was always a hard decision for us. But when I really think about what a billion dollars could do, you have to start thinking about like world problems because even then, like it becomes just a larger scale thing, but of the same issue that your mind is going to want to give to everything. I started thinking like, I'd love to run down the street and just be like, hey, here's $100. Hey, here's $1,000. Wow, you're a hard worker. I'd like to invest $10,000 in your business. And then every single second of every single day, I'd want to just give, 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 give. And I mean, I'm sure this is how people just squander away. You say, how on earth could these rock stars or whatever end up broke? Well, when it feels like abundance and it's never ending and it's this you know, huge pool of money to pull from, it's easy to think, what's, you know, $200,000 to give this person a home? That's nothing, right? And then what, you know, what difference does it make if I end up spending $50,000 to like get everybody on this trip together? And But when you start adding it up and that becomes a daily lifestyle, that money could just disappear and nothing came of it. What an opportunity that somebody is going to wake up with tomorrow morning when they realize, or maybe nobody will, and maybe the pot will even just grow even bigger. But I always wonder, you know, is this God dangling the, you know, the branch just to see, you know, okay, so if what, so I know people, all right, like, let me just back up because I'm, I'm thinking in my mind something that I'm not putting to words very well here, but when Given the opportunity, everybody will say, I would do great things. Like, of course, yeah, God, give me the chance. If I get it, I will do so many good things with it. But guess what? Who are we trying to convince? 
God or ourselves because he already knows what will pass and what will be. He already knows what people will do great things with it. And if you look at history and who's won these big jackpots, it's often people who end up losing everything later. Why is that, do you think? Why would he give it to somebody who he already knew would just, you know, I hate to say the word, but like, because my husband's grandmother hated it so much, but basically piss it away, right? Like if that is what would happen, why would he then want to put it in those hands when he must know the people who would do great and amazing things with it? So why is he choosing them? Well, this comes back to me to what I think is why some of the good die young kind of thing. I think they're hand in hand. I don't think that we're still here for no reason. And these people who we hold at these high regard have been taken from us so young and early. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's God giving us an opportunity to rise up. Like we're still here because we had stuff to fix. We had things to, you know, we could do better. And maybe just maybe they were at their peak. They had done great things. They had been the best they could and longer time on this earth wasn't going to like change that. But similarly, I think put a major amount of money in the hands of somebody who could go either way. Because remember, at the end of the day, we all have free will, right? We were given free will. So even though God's seen how this plays out, uh, there's still opportunity for us to make a different choice, right? Like it's at any given point, something could happen in our lives that makes us decide one path versus another that leads us to a totally different place. And I feel like the people who are maybe teetering there or who are, you know, potentially could do something really good and big or could squander it away are given the chance. Like I just, I that's the way I view it, is that it's not gonna just be dropped in the hands of somebody who already has all these great plans and God knows would do great things. It's like he wants to give us the chance to rise up. That's the way I see it. So, you know, making these prayers and saying, like making bargains, because I know when my husband was really sick, I started bargaining with God. I started saying to him, you know, just, and of course that's part of the grief process, right? That whole bargaining part. And I was grieving already, but I was just begging him. Like I will do the work. I know now, like I was meant for more. I was not fulfilling all the things I could have done to make this earth a better place. I was sitting back. I was putting my family before, you know, the world's problems. I was basically saying like right now my kids need me at home and you know that somehow I wasn't doing these things that I wanted to do in life because it was going to happen later right but here's the thing he already knew he already knew that I wasn't going to even though I was bargaining and saying it I think he knew in my heart of hearts like why would I be working so hard every day on this project if I didn't need to for my family's security. Let that sink in a second, right? Why do we work so hard just for money for our family? What if we started working really, really hard just to make the world a better place? There's a thought. I worked my butt off for years and 
granted, I chose a field that helped other people. So it was twofold, right? I benefited and they benefited. But that's a one-to-one model of me working hard and having one person benefit. And yes, that trickles. You know, their family will have a better, healthier person. You'll be able to help other people in bigger ways. Like that trickle effect can be big one-to-one. Don't get me wrong. But I had the capability within me to reach many. And so do you. So does everybody. I had the ability to do bigger things. And when I stayed late, every day it was a choice. Am I staying late because I want to help this person? Or am I getting overtime hours? Or am I, like, think about the bigger things. Why are you working so hard? Why are you putting in so many hours? Is it so you can get the raise to make more money? Or is it because it's helping the greater good? So it's funny because I don't think we want to think of ourselves as selfish. And I've talked on this before in past episodes about this whole selfish nature of ours. But, you know, it's great to have these grandiose plans, but really think about why, like what this world, this is a moment in time, right? Your whole entire time on this earth is a moment in time. Life is like so much bigger and so much longer, right? Centuries and centuries will pass. You're a blip on the radar. But what if your blip could make a change to the entire future generations? Like what if it could keep this earth healthy so that our planet doesn't die off? Now, I'm not trying to give you some hippy-dippy, like, you know, I know what a lot of you are thinking because I've been there and thought it too, but that you just can't think in the here and now and not have a bigger vision, especially with a billion dollars in your hands. So this is really, it's fun to imagine what you would do with a billion dollars. But what I'm just giving you as a little nudge is think a little bigger. Because a billion dollars, I mean, even after every little fantasy you've ever had has pretty much taken place, I think you would probably still have money to work with, right? So instead of then just expanding your want list because now you have more money, why not think bigger picture? You know, what could you do? The matches that people would make too, if you could put up, you know, I'm going to put up $2 million towards this project. If and I will match whatever anybody else can raise. You know, you imagine how much money that could raise. But not even that, billion dollars can actually make its own money. It's almost hard to do away with, right? At that level, it's almost hard to just squander it. So before even all of the little spends and the paid off debts and whatever, what if you started by thinking, what would be my one big, big cause? What is something that could change this planet entirely? You know, what would it be? Could you change world hunger forever? I don't know. But what difference does that make if we still don't have a planet? (laughs) You know, and could you actually affect how long this planet is here and healthy? There's something you've probably never thought of because it didn't seem within your grasp but maybe just maybe tomorrow morning it will be. So I'm going to pause here on that note, take a quick break. And when I get back, I've got a lot more. So don't go anywhere. Connection Beyond Struggle for a Grieving Soulmate is the name of my Facebook group. 
I wanted to let you know that if you want your invite, you can grab it in the description of today's podcast episode. I have something really exciting going on inside the group right now, so I don't want you to miss out on it. So if you or someone that you love or know you think could benefit from a group like that, now is a great time to join. So that's what I wanted to let you know, and just keep your eyes open for the link if you're interested. Back to the show. So honesty time here. When you hear the word abundance, where does your brain immediately go? Abundance is actually spoken on in the Bible. It's a word that's been around a long time, but it's certainly like a big hot topic right now. And I find it very funny that when people hear the word, their minds immediately go to, wait for it, (laughs) financial abundance. Wow. And I'm guilty of such. (laughs) When I hear that word, that's my first instinct. But I have been trying really hard recently to pivot my thoughts on this and to come at it from a different approach because what makes me feel abundant and full and like, you know, a full cup when people talk about, you know, their cup half empty or half full or like all that. When I think of a full cup, that's what I think of as abundance. Like your every, like your goodness, your innards, your all of the good stuff is full. So I lived my most abundant life, not when I had my most financial security. I lived my most abundant life when everyone in my family was well together, was uh, in a good state as far as like their own goals and feeling like they were, you know, things were just going really right and well for them. It was like everything was in alignment. Everything was just good, right? And it had zero to do with money. And at times I think it's confusing because sometimes money can bring in the things that make you feel really aligned and good. But it's not like it's the catalyst. Like you don't need the finances to get to the abundant, full, fulfilled, like feeling. You know what I mean? It's they're not contingent upon one another. But yet when whenever somebody thinks abundance, it sounds like a ton of it, like a whole bunch, a bunch of money. (laughs) Right. That's like an abundant amount of it. And. I don't know that more of anything can just check all the boxes. It's funny because actually, you know, that whole saying of more money, more problems, but to a degree, that's really valid. What do you think would happen if you got that lottery ticket that was the winner? Who do you think is going to be knocking on your door tomorrow? There's going to be a lot of family members that come out of the woodwork. There's going to be a whole bunch of like you know, charities that are looking for you to donate. There's going to be a lot of big decisions to make as far as what to do. You're going to have to get a good lawyer and protect that money and make sure that you're investing it well and right for future generations, you know, and then the ultimate decision to what to do with it. And that's heavy. Um, It's funny because we think it's just like a freedom of the burden of having to come up with money may be true, but now you have all that money and now you've got a whole new burden of what to do with it. And, you know, is it enough to just want to continue living the way you are, but without all the burdens of the high bills and whatever? I don't think that's enough, right? I think at that financial amount, I don't think there's anybody who would just sit with it 
in their bank account <laughs> and just be content that now their money problems are gone, right? So what would actually make your cup feel full? Have you thought about that? Not financially speaking, not what can money buy me? Like not, I'm not talking about a car or a house. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about what does a car and a house make you feel that makes you feel so full and good? Are you lacking in confidence and the nice car makes you feel more confident? Are you missing out on family time and like being in that big lake house you've always dreamed of? would allow family to come stay with you and like more good times together. Would it fix that? I mean, would people come around more? Are you the type of person that people want to be around? <laughs> right? There's so much, so many levels to this to consider. Whew. Abundance. Yeah. And you know, the other thing about abundance, it's like, it makes me think of fast food chains, right? And like our when I said the American way, I know that I have listeners that are in other countries, but it just seems like our country has a stigma attached with like everything being bigger and oversized. And, you know, we don't just, we, we eat like our burgers are, well, first it was a quarter pounder. I swear now sometimes it has to be even bigger than that. <laughs> you know, it's like everything is more, more, more. And if, can you extracise it or oversize it or whatever? And then you know, that tends to be what sells. People like more of things and bigger things. And, you know, gone are the days of a cute little cottage and everything's a mega mansion. And, you know, we don't just drive big trucks anymore. We have these huge SUVs. And then our SUVs are now like oversized. You can get an extended cab and you can get, everything's bigger, 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 bigger. Is bigger always better? Hmm. I don't know. I mean... Let's go back to the accountability part, right? Like, what? I guess bigger can be better, but also like, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to, about superheroes here, like with more, greater, whatever comes greater responsibility, but it's so true. Like if you have this abundance of anything, now what is also in abundance is this um, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, responsibility, I guess. Um, but to do just great things with it. And I wouldn't even, I don't even know what level I cut that off as. What, what do we even really consider abundance? And like a billion is clearly abundant, right? <laughs> but isn't a million abundant as well? Isn't an extra hundred dollars in our pocket abundant? Like, do you actually need that right now to pay your bills? then if you do, maybe then it's not abundant or maybe it is. Maybe abundance is just meeting the need. I don't know. Where do you draw your line? What do you consider abundant? And what are you hoping for? You know, what is your, what makes you sleep well at night and feel comfortable and confident that you don't have to worry? What, where would you cut it off? You know, if I tonight won a $6 million, if I won $100,000. If I won $1,000, I would sleep well and know that my family's taken care of for a little longer. Like, where is your cutoff? Because it's really funny to watch as these lottery numbers go up, 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 up. How many more people start buying tickets? What's interesting to me about that is that there's no greater chance to win because there's more money in the pot, <laughs> right? Your chances haven't changed. It's still the same chances to win. So why do more people buy tickets? 
Is it because a billion dollars is the only answer that would be enough money for them to feel like it was worth their $2 investment? so strange, but it's really interesting to watch because it happens every time. Like I just went to get gas today and in the gas station, every single person that was in there bought a ticket, (laughs) every single person. And I just sat by and kind of watched it all taking place. And it was like one guy got, I think he gave, was it $20? And he just had, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, people getting 10 tickets at a time or whatever it is, or pooling in with coworkers you know, so they could get more tickets and more chances. Is it because all of a sudden dividing a billion dollars over six people is an acceptable dollar amount? I I mean, I'm being kind of silly here, but it it really is mind blowing. And to think that a billion dollars is what wakes us all up and makes us all think like, yeah, that's worth me taking money out of my pocket. You know, what if every single person took the amount of money that they've spent on these lottery tickets? Look what we would have had to put towards anything, whatever we would want, and how that could fix the world, right? I mean, that's I'm waiting for a politician to finally stand up and say, who's willing to put in X so we can achieve, you know, this? Like that, because yes, like tell me the cause. Stop taking my money in taxes. <laughs> Right? Stop taking it and putting it towards things you think I care about. And instead, just ask, hey, this is what we're going to put this towards, this exact thing. And if every single person takes a dollar out of their pocket, this is what we could achieve. Everybody would stand up and raise their hand. It's like way more money than that is being taken from us every single day and put towards what, you know, government officials and uh, politicians have decided is needed for a society to be you know, protected and taken care of. And I'm not arguing the point of taxes here. I understand the need for it. My point is just this. Any single person could stand up and say, here's what I'm doing. This has to happen. And here's why. And here's what the cost is. And here's what it would mean to every single American. Just this little tiny bit could make this huge change. And I bet you were willing to pay that for your one in a, you know, million, way more than a million. How many, what is your odds of actually winning, um, the mega millions, I don't even know, or Powerball or any of these other, like, but people would take the chance for their own, you know, like that far off of a chance. Yet if somebody was standing up and actually saying, here's what it costs, which would be less than what you just spent on that, you know, lottery ticket to make this huge change for all of the world for this future, why on earth isn't that happening? It's just, I think I'm a little mind blown by the whole thing. Maybe we just haven't thought of it in those terms before, but I mean, wow. So for our own abundance, a chance of one in a billion or one in a, you know, however million it is that we would actually win or even win your money back, (laughs) right? We would take that chance for our own selfish, like to get it all. We need all the billion, (laughs) just us right versus you could pay that same amount of money and change everyone's life like you don't even have to say or bargain with god and say hey if i win i'll do this you would someone could actually just stand up and say let's do this and here's what it costs it could actually happen (laughs) so oh i don't know it's got me head scratching today for sure but i will say with my little dog being sick today The abundance that I am looking for right now is just an abundance of health and wellness to wash over my family, 
you know, we've had enough sickness, enough loss. We've had enough of that for a lifetime at the moment. <laughs> and I know I'm never going to question because anytime you do, it's like, you know, you're opening yourself up for higher power to just show you just how much more you can take. And I know we can, but I don't want to. <laughs> right now, I don't want to. That's the abundance that I really want. I want us all well. I want us all, you know, free of anxiety and worries. And like, that would be great. And so maybe, yeah, maybe a big lottery win would take it all away. I don't know. I think somebody upstairs probably knows better because I'm sure your anxiety doesn't go away when when you all of a sudden have that much money, right? You probably couldn't even trust your, you know, people that you've known your entire life to come into your house once you have that winning ticket inside. And then you're probably worried to raise your hand and claim it. You're probably worried whether you're even hiring a good enough lawyer, <laughs> you know, all these things probably pop up. These It's just new problems, you know, third world problems, first world problems, whatever. It Problems are problems. <laughs> you know, if you just move into a different social class or, um, you know, economic state, you're not going to suddenly leave your worries at the door. You just have new worries, <laughs> right? So why aren't we thinking about just... Why aren't we holding ourselves accountable? With abundance comes a big responsibility. We want more, 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 but we don't want more, more, more responsibility. We don't want more, 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 uh, you know, weighing on our conscience. And we don't want to have to make big decisions, world decisions, life-giving decisions. But suddenly you put a magic wand in your hand when you put a billion dollars in your hand suddenly a lot becomes very possible. And it's what would you do with that? You know, is it enough to just get a organ transplant for one person or to, you know, feel like you've done some good deed when really you could have changed every single human being's future? That's, that's the stuff that would actually keep you up at night, I bet. A whole lot more than worrying about how you're going to pay your mortgage. If all of a sudden you had the money to pay, you know, several people's mortgage, I don't mean several, I mean like towns, cities, <laughs> you know, you could just basically write your ticket to whatever you wanted. Every single time you spent on yourself, would you feel guilty? Should you feel guilty? Stuff is heavy. It's a lot heavier the accountability part becomes bigger and bigger and bigger when the abundance is bigger and more present. There's, it's a correlation. I mean, I think that it, because all of a sudden you have capabilities that you didn't have before, it means that responsibility is so much bigger. You have to do bigger things. You have to think outside your own immediate family. You have to. And I'm not saying your cousins and your high school best friend. I'm saying you could change the entire planet. Whew, that's heavy, right? So be careful what you wish and pray for and also realize what it is that you're asking for because I believe in higher power that has your best interest in mind and maybe this wouldn't be the fix that you thought it would be. Maybe, just maybe, there's more stress, anxiety, problems on the other side of that winning ticket, you know, 
just something to consider when you're feeling like, why does all the good stuff just keep happening to other people and not me? That maybe, just maybe, it's an answered prayer, not winning. And it doesn't always feel that way. And you can argue that point in your mind, because I know mine automatically goes to that. It automatically goes to, oh, not me, but if I had the money, I could do this, this, and this, and I would pay attention to this, this, and this, and, you know, but there would be a lot of problems too. A lot of bigger problems, you know, <laughs> and don't, don't just think that getting a security system in your house could, could solve all of the problems that would come your way, because I'm not even talking about who might come after you for that money. I'm talking about you know, the responsibility that would weigh on your mind every single night when you laid your head on the pillow as to whether or not you made the right choices and did enough, you know, did you do enough that day? Every single day, every single day, you would have that weighing on you. So, you know, maybe, just maybe, what we should be putting all of our energy into hoping for has nothing to do with money nothing at all. Maybe we should be hoping and praying that we can put that aside and not make that our focus, that we can put all of our energy into the ones we love. You know, how many times have you been working on like a quick text message to somebody from work or an email or something and maybe your kid approaches you and it's not a good time and your response is less than favorable or, you know, you're in the middle of five different things and, and you sort of snap at somebody and I, you know, it's very easy to think money could just fix all of that and would give you the time with the loved ones and, you know, everything you desire would be easier because you wouldn't have to put all that energy into work anymore because your bank account's nice and big. But I don't think so. I think then you'll be on the phone call with a new lawyer setting up a meeting, you know, have to meet with the investment guy, have to meet with whatever. There's going to be new appointments, new things to have to do, new things that feel like big priority probably more important people on the other end of that phone that, you know, you're being interrupted during that call that makes you once again put all of your most precious people as a secondary note. Like, that's what I would caution you against is just really realize what is abundant in life and what is really the good stuff. Because for me, just laying one more time in that bed next to my husband and having those important conversations it's everything. So are you taking that for granted? Is your head in a book and you're not listening or talking to the person you love? You know, I mean, I would give anything for my little dog to feel better right now. So am I putting all of my energy into this podcast when I should be sitting out there holding him, making him feel better? I mean, I'm never going to tell you that I'm like above all this. I'm not lecturing you here. I'm just, these are like, this is food for thought. These are the things that you know, pass through my mind and I'm passing them on to you for, you know, something to think about and get your, you know, wheels turning. But I'm no better than you. I do the same things. I'm putting my work right now above my family as I'm like locked away in a bedroom to podcast, you know, and I'm, I'm well aware of my dog's not feeling well. I do feel helpless. There's not a lot that I could do, but I could be giving him comfort. You know, my son right now is playing a video game in the other room because I needed him doing some kind of quiet time activity so I could record this. So again, like, what what am I filling my life with? Because, you know, there's a, an abundance of something in your life right now. <laughs> Whatever it is that you spend all your time on, whether it be your job or whether it be, you know, your car in the garage that you work on 
every time you have free time or like, where do you put your abundance of time? And is it what you consider the most important thing in your life? So if those don't match up, you're already way out of alignment, right? You should be putting all of your time and energy, the most of your time and energy into whatever you consider is the most valuable, precious thing in your life. And I'm hoping that's a person. I'm hoping that's a loved one. Because if not, you know, we got to look at that a little bit. Because really, that's the good stuff. That's what we're living for, right? And that's why most people have these jobs is just to pay for more time with the people you love or more things for the people you love or more, you know, access to things or whatever it is. But what's the point if you're neglecting the relationship itself all for the bigger paycheck, right? At a certain point, sometimes we lose ourselves in it. It starts for the right reasons, but then as time passes, it becomes about its own whole thing. You start competing with other people at work for the promotion. You start um, thinking about how you can get a leg up on the next person or whatever. And all of a sudden, it's no longer about what you initially got this job to support, which is a lifestyle with the people you love, right? I mean, COVID was a wonderful gift in that moment of just really rethinking about priorities and spending time with the ones we love. And a lot of people left their jobs because of it. But as time's going forward, we're having to return to work. More and more people are, you know, getting out of their homes, going back into an office space. How long will it take before that dynamic shifts again? My um, oldest son talks about this a lot, but we're out of balance in terms of it being a five-day work week and a two-day weekend. But what's ironic is how many of us don't work at all two days a week? Because I know personally, I work seven days a week. And just because I don't go into an office, I'm working, I have my laptop open, I'm returning emails and, you know, having text messages and sales calls and all these things all over the place, like nights, weekends, doesn't matter. Like how many of us are just working the minimum required to make probably the same amount of money? You know, and and you could argue like, well, if I put in this extra time or whatever, I'll get more clients, I'll close more deals, I'll sell more houses, I'll whatever your, you know, business is, I'll be more successful. But wasn't the original dollar amount that you took that job for enough then? Why all of a sudden now have you upped the ante that you need to make this extra sale, do this extra? I mean, by all means, I'm all for hard workers. And I love that. I love people with ambition who push and, but then like stop and pause and be like, what am I pushing for? As long as the end game makes sense, right? Like if you're doing it because you'll be able to pay for your kiddo's college and that means so much to you, that's one thing. But if you're doing it just because it's, it seems tangible, like, well, hey, if I work this extra time, I'm going to be able to get a whole, close a whole nother deal and get X amount of money for what? What would you do with it? Do you know what I mean? Is what you would do with that money, extra money you would make, worth more than your time with the person that you're probably working towards? You know, let's say, okay, so, well, if I work through the whole weekend, I might be able to get a $5,000 bonus and buy that used jet ski I saw on the side of the road and so that I can take my kid out on the weekends. Let's say that's someone's logic. <laughs> it's 
it makes no sense, right? So you're taking time away from your kiddo where you could just be in the water. They would care less about like hopping on a jet ski with you probably than just playing with like a raft and screwing around on the shore, right? They just want your time. And yet we build it up to be because we always see the future in our minds that we imagine oh what it would look like if I had the jet ski it would look like this and we'd be out there the wind in our hair and crashing over the waves and you know going through the channel and doing all these things when in reality it would probably be all right I got to go to launch it which means I need an extra you know 10 20 dollars to launch the jet ski in or I need to somehow now figure out um, how to get like a dock spot or something that like is going to cost more money or whatever, or valet it, which costs more money, or, you know, drop it in every time. So then it's going to take the time in the morning away from, like, when we could have just been playing already at the beach, in the hot truck, backing it down the ramp, dropping it in, and I got to go park the truck somewhere. So, you know, my kids got to stay by themselves with the jet ski at the dock, and then you got to get back, and then now I need to go gas up. The kid is probably by that point like, why are we doing this? I just want to go swim right? So sometimes it's like we have this vision of this perfect reality, what it's going to look like later when really there's a lot more to it than that. And every time you get there, then you see the next thing. Well, now that I've got this jet ski, it's pain in the butt. It's taking so much time away from my kid in the morning to have to launch it every time. And that's not what I really need is, um, you know, to valet this. So now I need to make X amount of money and work this much more. And like, by the time you're done, you have zero time with your family. Sure. You got a whole bunch of stuff that you never get to use because you don't have the time for it, you know? So really think about that. And at the end of it all, I wish you all the best of luck willing, winning the big billion dollar lotto. And, you know, I hope whoever does win it does something pretty amazing with it and doesn't squander it away, but thinks, a little more globally this time. And also just think a little bit more about, you know, your family and what, what really matters to you. What's at the top of your list. And I have a funny feeling that that lottery ticket won't even, won't even make the, won't even make the scale. (laughs) So guys, thanks for tuning in with me today. Um, and letting me vent everything about accountability, everything about abundance, because those words are big. So you know, just give some thought to both of them and put the mirror up and look back at yourself and what are you doing? So have a great weekend, everybody. Well, for you guys, by the time you get this, will probably not be the weekend, but uh, I hope you did something awesome with your time with the people at the top of your abundance list. All right. Thanks again, guys.